0: Hi guys. Ew. 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 God, that was disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, hi. God, today I'm very excited to be talking to you today. Um I don't know why I'm just like extra happy to be to be doing this this week. I'm all, I always am very excited, but I'm just a little extra excited today. I don't know why. I'm fresh out of therapy as of like an hour, not even an hour ago, actually 20 minutes ago. And I'm feeling good. Did a little reflection unhashed a couple of necessary things. And, um, I just, if you've never tried therapy, I really, really highly recommend it. I've been in therapy since I was like eight years old and I just, I love it. Um, I know a lot of people who have had bad experiences with it. Um just like you know, they've had a bad therapist or their therapist ghosted them or they're just like they didn't like it because of the therapist, not because of therapy itself, which often whenever a therapist is bad, you can also, you it like makes you hate therapy, but I'm telling you, when you find like a good therapist, you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. This feels awesome. This feels really, really great. Um, and I mean, I've been with my current therapist for definitely if, if not two years going on two years. Um, I just, I love her to death and I feel like this is the first therapist I've had that I've found that I actually like feel a change in myself, like a good change. So that's so exciting. And I mean, it's not January anymore. But like, you could still start a New Year's resolution. Um, Just call it a new month resolution or a new week resolution. I think that that's, you don't need like a new year to like start something new. I've always found that so weird. Just like, we dedicate only the beginning of a year to like better ourselves like we need a reason for like the clock to strike midnight in a new year to change for us to like start going to the gym or like try new things like or stop smoking or like whatever it's just like I don't know there has to be like some kind of psychological reason behind that because I've just never understood it um but that's just I don't know I just found that very um I find it very interesting um, so this week, I it's going to be one of those weeks, guys. I have a lot of different things to talk about. So I'm just going to compile it all into like one episode. Like I don't have, you know how like I'll have, oh, this week I'm talking about Harry Styles. This week I'm, you know, talking about the pros and cons of whatever, whatever. And the whole episode is basically about that. Not today. Nope, not today. Today I am just I have a bunch of little stuff I want to talk about that wouldn't fit in one, like, wouldn't make a whole episode. So I just want to talk about, like, little things. And if these... I know some people like them. Some people are like this. I, I like whenever an episode has a topic. Completely fine. But I re- want to talk about these things and I would rather just put out one of these than, like, nothing at all. I, uh, I have... Let me tell you something, guys. This list is just absolutely not related to each other borderline at all I said it in the last episode but I uh I'll say it again since it's towards the beginning and sometimes people like when I start doing the outro some people click off uh, which is totally fine because I do that in other when I listen to podcasts too so totally fine um next week I have something really really exciting coming out it's it's a big deal for me personally like I've said many times in the past um, this podcast is kind of just like a passion project for me Um, I never have had the goal of like this blowing up becoming famous Um, I honestly don't know if I would handle that very well I've talked about this before where I just I could not be famous Um, I, I wouldn't survive under that spotlight so This has always just been like, if nobody listens, that's fine. Like, I really, it it doesn't matter to me because I'm doing this kind of like for myself because it's something that I really like to do. And so when people listen to it, I'm like gobsmacked, just absolutely flabbergasted because it's like, oh my God, you're listening to it? Thank you so much. Like, it means a lot to me. Um, And so I just, I get so giddy when, even whenever like my closest friends are like, oh my God, I just listened to this week's episode I'm like oh my god thank you so much and they're like yeah of course like I love it and I'm like I just I never imagined people like it the craziest thing about it is that like people take time out of their day to like people take like an hour out of their day to like watch and listen to me that is just that is like the highest form of flattery, I think, in my opinion. It's just, it is the nicest thing. And so anyways, um, yeah, something I'm really, really excited about is coming out next week. So if you're not already following the Instagram, it's at argue with the wall, but the width is a W um, because, you know, someone else already took the argue with the wall and the width is a width. So that's that's that. That's where that will be announced. And, um, I'm really excited about it. I've worked really, really hard on it. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys about it. So stay tuned for that. So anyways, lately I've, um, well, this isn't even lately. This is just like, I, I've been doing this for a really long time. So what I do is whenever I go to bed, um, I like to just watch some mind-numbing TV. So for the longest time that was um, New Girl, I've rewatched that show so many times. And um, it's my favorite show. And since I've watched it so many times, I don't like really need to pay attention to it. It's kind of just like something to have on the TV, kind of background noise. Um, That's something I've just, I'm like a child. I like, I need my fan. Going, I've always needed a fan just in terms of like background or no, like I needed air flowing, and now it's become like a noise thing. Um, so I've become one of those people. It's not a noise machine; it's an actual fan, so it's like a two-in-one. Uh, but I have my ceiling fan going and like a stand-up fan, like an oscillating stand-up fan. So that's really fun. Anyways, and I've uh, so I I for the longest time I was watching New Girl. And still love it to this day. But I was like thinking about like something else I could watch or like something that was kind of like more nostalgic that I like, like a cartoon or something that I used to watch, um, that is still entertaining. And lo and behold, I was like, oh my God, you know what I haven't watched in so long? Gravity Falls. I loved that show. And it was like a little spooky. Like it's the perfect amount of like adult and children show combined it's amazing I love those kind of shows Um another one is like Spongebob which is arguably more adult than it is child but whatever and this isn't even really like a child show because it was on Disney XD which was like I think for like 13 year old 14 15 year olds but um I've been watching it at night and I realized that like I don't I never finished watching the show I finished it, watched the last episode, wanted to start crying, Um, and I was, like, doing my research. I was, like, oh, this voice sounds really familiar. One guy from, like, Rick and Mort- I think it's Rick who is the voice of, like, the one character on Gravity Falls. He was also, like, a character on Adventure Time. Just, like, this very memorable voice. And I was doing more research, and one, like, Reddit page said that there's, like, these hidden ciphers, or, like, not really hidden, but they're at the very, very end of the episode during the credit roll, and um, the creator, Alex Hitch, I think, it, or uh, Heish, maybe, or something like that, um, he he puts these, like, codes at the end of the episodes in the credits, and um, it's, like, uh, caesarean, like, or I don't even fucking know. It's it's very, it's, like, real coding. Um, it'll be like different numbers or it'll be letters that correlate to a different letter and you have to like decipher it and stuff like that. And obviously I'm not going to, I was like, I, I'm not going to go back and, and do this myself. So obviously I went online and looked at it and I was like, it is, it's so genius because these hidden messages at the end of the episodes kind of give hints at future episodes or like the next episode. like for example the one would be like stan is not who he seems or like he is not the man in the basement is not who he seems and stuff like that and then like later you find out like who this guy really is and so it's like actual like it's like a little word hunt and um i mean the whole show is based off of mystery and secrets and stuff like that i think it's just one of the most genius disney shows ever created it's just like I know it's a Disney show but it's like a Disney XD show it's like it's really like an adult animation show just without like swearing like Rick and Morty is but like it is such a just a fantastic show and why I'm bringing this up is because um, I had gotten to season two which I I think I had you know I had gotten to the point where I was like maybe a little too old to watch it Um, And I just, like, started watching, you know, other, like, teen shows, like Vampire Diaries and stuff like that, and Teen Wolf. And um, so I never got to watch season two. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. But I started from season one just to, like, do a little refresh. And I'm watching season two, episode one. It was, like, called Scaryoke, because something like karaoke, a little play on words. And I'm watching it, and you know, their, their uncle, for those of you, for those of you who are not familiar with the show Gravity Falls, it um, is about these two twins, uh, Mabel and Dipper, and they're like 12 in the show. And they are from California, but they go and visit their uncle, their great uncle in Gravity Falls. I think it's Oregon that it takes place. So basically, they're living with their great uncle and they call him Grunkle Stan. And there's, it's a mysterious town. There's like a lot of lore behind it. But so yeah, that's what, that's basically what it's about. And so I'm watching this first episode and they're fighting monsters and this and that. And Grunkle Stan comes to the rescue. And I'm like, oh my god. I literally, it was probably like midnight when, when this is happening. And I'm like laying in bed and I'm like, I like paused it. And I literally think I said out loud, like, there's no way. There's no way. And so I press play and I'm continuing to watch Grunkle Stan fight crime. And I'm like, why is this doing it for me? There's no, there, no, there's no way. There's no way I find Grunkle Stan attractive right now. And turns out I'm not the only one because I googled it because I wanted to like go back like a couple episodes later I was still thinking about it and I was like that maybe it was just like you know maybe I was just seeing things it was midnight and I go online and to like look at the pictures like of of that scene in that episode and I'm like no that is doing it for me that that is god there's just no reason I need to think like out of all the like oh whenever you say like um who's an attract like Hercules like from the movie Hercules oh he's attractive or Meg from that movie they're attractive obviously but like Grunkle Stan wasn't animated and designed to be attractive but there's something about that scene specifically not every episode most of the time I don't find him attractive but there was something about he was like he was like a little like scuffed up his hair was like a little scuffed up and he had like his five o'clock shadow. And I was like, oh my God, what? Like, it's just, I was like, there's just no way. I think I literally said out loud, like, there's just, shut up. Why is this doing it for me? God, it's, it's those who get it, get it. But whenever I looked it up online, there was like a whole fandom lore about grunkle stan and then i then i was diving deeper and there was like fan fictions of like then there were like um fan art of dipper and maple like as real humans and i was like okay i've just entered some form of fandom that i didn't know existed and that i i kind of don't want to be a part of i think you know i'm all about fandoms we know this taylor swift stan would die for her. But I, I just happened upon this deep rooted group of people who follow Dipper and Mabel. And it got a little, um, it got a little out of hand. So I was like, I'm going to politely and respectfully exit this tab from my phone. And never open up that again. That just that was too far for me. But clearly thinking Grunkle Stan is hot isn't too too much for me. So I'm not quite sure where my priorities you know, where they land, but it's I know for a fact it stops somewhere around Mabel and Dipper being real human beings and there being Dipper and Wendy fan fictions. I just thought I'd really just, I I needed to get that off my chest. Not quite sure what that says about myself, but that's fine. So last week I said, whenever I was recording last week's episode, I was talking about how my birthday was the next day and it was. And so I turned 23. I am now a 23 year old woman and I'm 23. I'm not going to get too deep with this because it's really like, I'm not like old or anything. I feel like being 23 is just such a weird age because it's like you're still young but you're not old enough where people are like oh like you you like do you ever want to get married? You know, even though I still get that because I'm a woman and that's just like I mean, I've been getting that question since I was like 18. Like my sister, for example, she is 26. And that's kind of the age where it's like where I feel like the average person either start like gets engaged at least I mean I don't know if that's a statistically correct thing but in my area in which I live that's pretty standard and um I just think that 23 is just such a weird age because you're it's like you're not in college anymore probably you might be but probably not and you might like you you probably don't have like two years of of a job under your belt if you took the college route I am very, like, I'm not having an existential crisis, but it's, I'm just, it's such a weird age because I'm like, I don't have a job working on that. I live at home, which is fine. I love living at home. And I, and I don't have a boyfriend, which is also fine, but it's like, I'm becoming an adult Well, I technically am an adult gross but I don't have the adult things. Like I don't have a job or I don't have like a savings account and I don't have like a stable relationship. But then again, I'm like thinking about everything I'm saying out loud and I'm like, ugh, why am I like talking about this as if it's important? And it's, I mean, it's important to talk about your feelings. Sure. Whatever. All right, therapy, girl. But Like, at the end of the day, there are definitely more important things in this world to be concerned about. Um, Segway, the Supreme Court ruling about, like, not doing student loan forgiveness, which is highly unfortunate for me, um, because they just, like, expect um, us to, like, have a job right out of college and, like, have enough money saved up, but, like, I'm currently living in a country where there's just like there are are jobs out there but they all require you to have like three years of experience as like an entry-level job um and if there is a job out there that I can fit the requirements for I have to go against like 2,000 other people who are applying to it or at least minimum 100 And then you have to consider, well, that might not be in my area in which I reside right now. So then that means I would have to move if I even got the job. And that's a big if. And I don't have money to move. And if you're fortunate enough, like, you know, sometimes jobs will do relocation assistance or like your family will help you. But not everyone is that fortunate and then you're like okay well I can't even accept this job because I can't even afford to move over there and so it's like this system that's just not helpful so like I just it's like yeah I've been graduated for about six months but I that doesn't mean like I have a job you know oh Lily you could have gotten a part-time job yeah you're right you're not wrong. I can tell you that much. And that's part, that is, that is on me. I should have done that. But still, that doesn't excuse, like, even if I did have a job, even if I had a fucking part time job, I'm not, I don't have like $700 just to f- f- wipe my ass with. So I got to figure out some, um, some loopholes or something. I got to do some research because I, don't know what is going to happen whenever they're like, hey, you need to pay us $200 right now, every month, for the rest of your life. How about no? How about we all just, like, don't pay it? You know, I don't know. I just keep seeing that on Twitter a lot, and everyone's just like, oh, this isn't funny, but, like, we're just gonna cope with this through humor. Um, Speaking of, Twitter. I was, I've really been on it a lot recently, which is good and bad for many reasons. But one of the reasons being um that I or not like one of the reasons being, but like one of the things that I saw which I thought was like kind of a joke cuz I never know like who to trust on Twitter, obviously. Um, but I kept seeing it everywhere and I was like, oh fuck, is this true? Apparently Elon Musk, which fuck that man is like, obviously he's in charge of Twitter now, unfortunately, because he's making it like this whole like money business. Cause now, I mean, I'm sure all of you know about this, but if you don't, you have to, like, he took away everyone's little checkmark thing, like, little blue checkmark thing, I'm pretty sure, and if you want it, you have to, like, pay, like, you subscribe to have a verification, so, like, any buster could have a verification sign compared to, like, before where you had to have, like, there were requirements. Um, I know for, like, Instagram, you have to, like, Uh, Anyone could be, but you have to have, I think, a certain amount of followers or maybe not. Um, And you have to have like a few articles like written about you or like something like be uh, some kind of credibility. So there's some kind of not like, you know, not just any Joe Schmoe could have a verification sign on Instagram. Now on Twitter, you have to like pay to do that now what he's doing is that there's going to be a Twitter limit like you can only read if you don't want to pay it's like 600 tweets you get for free and that's your daily limit and at first I was like oh you know he cares about um how much we're consuming and like wants us to you know not be on our phones all the time but then I was thinking I was like why would you not as like the app owner the the company owner why would you not want people to like be on your app all day like that's good for business right because I was like you know inst or twitter no not twitter tiktok you'll scroll for so long and then they'll be like all oh, tired thumbs I'm like yeah but then you could just swipe it away and keep going like they don't really care that much but they're just like saying that they care um but I was like Elon is like, oh, he really cares about our mental health and how much media we're consuming. No, because then I looked again and it was like, but if you want to get 1,200 tweets daily, you can pay $11 or whatever the fuck it is. And then if you want unlimited, you can pay this much a month. What the fuck? That is, that's capitalism at its finest, let me tell you. Like, I want to try and see if I can find, um, like, what the details are. So, verified accounts can read 6,000 posts per day, while unverified accounts can read 600 posts daily, and new unverified accounts can read only 300. So, if you just make a Twitter, you are, you're basically punished, which is so stupid. Like, you're, you're punished for creating a new account because it's like, oh, I can only read 300 a day. You know how many tweets I can read in a day? Because I'm not reading every single one of them. I'm scrolling past 50% of them. Like, what do you mean read? Like, does that just mean scroll past or do I actually have to click on it? Because that's a different story. You know how many people get like news updates through Twitter? A lot of people, including me, like, Taylor Swift updates and stuff like that. Or people actually get, like, real news updates. People use Twitter as a means to, like, connect with their audience and be like, hey, guys, um, new new episodes out, new chapters out, like, whatever it may be. And he just said, fuck that shit. Wait, so now this one's saying, "Who do my, who am I supposed to trust right now? Because this one's saying users will be allowed to view... Verified Twitter users will be allowed to view 10,000 posts daily, while new unverified accounts get 500 under the new limits. To address extreme levels of data scraping and system manipulation, we've applied the following temporary limits. Verified accounts, that's what it was originally, and then he changed it. So it's 10K for verified, 1K for unverified accounts, and 500 for new unverified accounts then he said rate limits increasing soon to 8,000 increasing oh Oh, okay I see what they mean he means so that's what it currently is now so if you're verified which hey actually doesn't even matter now at this point um it's 10,000 and then 1,000 and then 500 but here's the thing like So, I guess you don't have to, like, you don't have to pay. But if you're verified, that means you're already paying. So, there isn't even an unlimited option. It's just, you're just fucked. So, this is really just a great explanation of, like, if you have money, you're already, you already have a privilege. There's just, this is just, like data scraping I mean I'm not like a I'm not like a tech junkie but I can tell you right now I don't know what the fuck that is and it sounds stupid like why are we fixing something that wasn't broken in the first place like Twitter was this it used to be just such as like a not safe but a fun simple environment where you can just get a quick chuckle by reading a tweet and it was, no one touched it. The previous owner before Elon never touched it. You know, there would be some very minor updates in terms of like cert, like um UX. Besides that, there was nothing that really changed. And ever since this motherfucker got his hands, got his grubby little hands on the Twitter headquarters, he has just ruined it. Jack Dorsey, the co-founder and former CEO of Twitter was defending the recent move saying running twitter is hard i don't wish that stress upon anyone i trust that the team is doing their best under the constraints they have which are immense it's easy to critique the decisions from afar which i'm guilty of but i know the goal of twitter the goal is to see twitter thrive it will and i hope they i do hope they consider building on truly truly censorship resistant open protocols like bitcoin and nostril to Help ease that burden. Good for all and critical to preserve the open internet. Let me tell you something. What a sad... What a sad, sad thing. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. It is easy for people to be like, fuck you, and not really know why they're doing it. Like I just did in the beginning of this. Um, Like I didn't know why he was doing it. I thought it was because he wanted more money, which... Part of it is because if you want to see more tweets, you're going to have to pay for a verified account, and then you get more tweets. But I just, that's just so dumb. I don't know, man. So I've mentioned in the past that I am terrible at sports. Like, horrendous, specifically. And I'm kind of aware. Like, I'm aware of that. But for my birthday, I wanted to go to this Barcade where they have like bowling and ping pong ball and ski ball and vintage arcade games and like giant uh, beer pong, but it's played with trash cans, like things like that. And while that's not technically a sport, it still involves some form of like physical intelligence which I lack severely and I was like this is gonna be so fun like I've heard it's so much fun and I go with I bring my one friend and then I I am with my mom and stepdad my like my family and they all know I'm not good at sports and I'm like we're just, we, you know, for the first, like, hour and a half, we're kind of just, like, hanging out, having drinks, talking, playing Jenga. It was pretty fun. I was like, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do a little wrap around and scope out the place. And I'm like, this is so much fun. So we, we go to play our first official game. Well, first of all, before we played bowling, uh, me and my friend were, we did skee-ball because it was, like, free and you could just, you know, go for it um absolutely got dominated by my friend. Um and I thought I was doing like pretty good. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm making it in most of of the holes, not like the 100 or like the 50, but I'm I'm doing pretty good. And I was like, "Oh my god, I got like 178." And I look over at her score and she got like 230. I was like, "Oh." Okay. Well, that's fine. Just skee-ball. Then we go and play bowling and it's it's I think four on four on a team maybe five on a team I don't know how many of there were of us but it was split we were split into two teams so we were like right next to each other in bowling and it's like not traditional bowling it's like you know old vintage bowling where like the pins are on strings and like the bowling balls are just like little guys and um at first I was like on my team I was like kind of winning I was like this is awesome but somewhere along the line Things went downhill really, really quickly. Um, I think my score ended up being like seventy eight or something like that. Like I don't even I didn't even reach like the eighties or nineties or something. Um, and I think almost everyone was in, at least in the hundreds or like the high nineties. And I was like, Guys, it's my birthday And they were like, Ah, oh, yeah, you're fine. You know, like, yeah. ha, ha ha And I was like, Ah like not I'm not like A sore loser because I already like I whenever I do something I usually just expect I'm gonna be the like the loser which is fine I don't I like I'm used to it I used to be really upset about it but honestly at this point it's just become a personality trait of mine but later when we were playing like the giant beer pong with the trash cans and like one of those soft dodgeball things that you used to play in gym class I was terrible at that because it's basically basketball where you have to like shoot it into a hole of sorts And you might be thinking, well, wouldn't that be easier because the, the target, the holes are bigger than beer pong? Yeah. Yep. That was my thought as well. Um, until we were the losers in the loser bracket. And later I was like, it was like me, my friend, and then against my mom and my stepdad. And I was like, we were losing big time. And I was like, Are you guys not gonna let me win? Like it's my birthday. And my mom was like, Hell no. I was like, Oh my god. I mean, fair enough, you know. It is what it is. Um, that's just how it is. Like, <laughs> my sister was like, You're not a five year old, you're twenty three. Like, you don't we don't need to let you win. And I was like, Well, I mean, go easy on me. You guys all know I suck at most things, so just ease up a little bit. No. I have a very competitive family. 99% of my family members are very competitive. I am not really. I think it is because I've just accepted the fact that I'm, like, not really good at most activities. Like, when I'm good at something, I know I'm good at something. Um, Because I suck at most things. Like, I know I'm good at playing guitar. Um, I know I am a good writer. And... and things like that. But there are a lot of other things out there where I like I know I'm not good at it. And people are like, "No, you're not that bad." No, just like I know it. Like I I know I'm not good at it. Um so that was how I spent my birthday, just losing to every game I played. And in more exciting reg- in a more exciting regard Uh, Speak Now, Taylor's version is coming out this Friday. Lots of hype around that. I'm really excited about it. Um, I mean, by the time you're listening, it'll be out in two days. I think the songs I'm most excited for definitely are Dear John, Last Kiss, you know, the staple sad songs. But in terms of like the From the Vault songs, I'm very excited to see what the vibe is for the song When Emma Falls in Love. Because I'm really curious to see, like, what... Who's Emma? Emma Stone? Emma Watson? What Emma are we talking about? Is this an Emma we don't even know of? Is this a metaphorical Emma? Um, and then also, I think it's called Timeless. Timelessness, maybe? And you can see, like, the time, like, how long each song is on iTunes, or like, Apple Music or whatever the fuck it's called now. And they're all, like, either over five minutes or like almost five minutes so and then also fallout boys featured in one of them and hayley williams from paramore is in another one so like what's the vibe is it better than revenge vibes because if, if so i'm gonna be excited because i i've watched interviews of taylor during this time and she was just ruthless and i fucking love it better than revenge was just like absolutely like I'm pissed and I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame the woman, which fair enough. They're easy to blame. No, like if, if that's the same vibe, I mean, because I don't really know how many slow songs fallout boy has. I know Hayley Williams has, you know, her fair share of slower songs. So that could be more of like a, a song like mine or whatever. Um, but I'm really excited for this for this album because it's I think it's my top favorite album. Um it was the first one where I like really remember it being released and um like by the time I became a fan of Taylor Swift, um fearless had already come out. And so I got to like be a fan and experience Speak Now being released and it was also the first um Taylor concert I had gone to. Speak Now um in like 2012. So it's very nostalgic for me, and I'm very, very excited about it. On Friday at midnight, keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Send me, send me strength, because I probably will not be very well. And so, yeah, honestly, that's all I really got. <laughs> like, this episode, what did we even talk about? I mean, we got through it. But there's a lot of exciting things happening within the next week. I have my little announcement. And I also have Taylor's version of Speak Now coming out too. And hopefully I have an interview with the job that I'm currently like trying to get in contact with or like we're in contact and trying to like set up a meeting. So, hey, maybe July is my month. Maybe it is. And it could also very well not be my month. And I could have to start paying student loans with money I don't have. I might have to take out a loan to pay my student loans. Is that allowed? Wouldn't that just be a whole Truman show experience? Just just like a like a full circle. paying your student loans with a loan. It might have to be where i where I end up. but anyways, thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure you're following the uh, pod on Instagram, like I said earlier. And you can subscribe to the YouTube channel where if you want to watch these videos on there, um, the TikTok, I don't know, whatever you want. I've I've also like last week I posted um, one of the clips from last week's episode and it was like uh, the one if I were president and the one about, you know, me saying that I would make cutting down trees illegal, um, like by the masses. I guess I maybe didn't include enough context because I was talking about like how people like companies are just taking out like miles and miles of trees that are healthy that enraged more people than I expected people were just brutal in that comment section I was like I was not expecting that response so um and that's been happening a little bit more frequently than I prefer I like like I said in the beginning of this episode I don't I don't want this to become a huge thing. I enjoy it just kind of being a niche, small podcast. Um, and so I think I'm going to cut down on the, uh, the social media posting because not that it really, you know, made me upset or anything because it's like, it, they I, just, I don't really care what they have to say. If it's especially if it's just like being mean, but I was like, we're just gonna just to avoid exposure and like ignorance in my comments um I'm just gonna dial down the uh the social media posting for for a little bit so um yeah that was that was a brutal experience I like woke up and I had like a shit ton of notifications and I was like oh god what happened and i was i was like oh this enraged like 7000 people <laughs> i was like i i had to like actually th- this was the first time i actually had to delete some comments because they were just so mean and i was like i don't want that on my page it's crazy so anyways if that was you hey no way they're listening. It's like those, it's like the people who comment on stuff and then like just keep scrolling. Like they'll just never see you again. And I'm like, okay, hey, bye, whatever. Um, all right. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next week. I'm so excited and I hope you are too. So I'll talk to you then and have a great week. Bye.